Hello everyone, here is Daniel Budai with a new episode of our e-commerce podcast. And today we have a special episode with our content manager Serbi, because we are both from Budai Media. And actually she will interview me um, because we collected the most commonly, most frequently asked questions about e-commerce retention marketing. And this is the first episode. There will be a second because there are so many questions. And uh, Serbi, how are you today? I'm great. Thank you. How are you? Yeah, I'm doing well. Um, everything is great. I mean, I'm still in Cyprus. Nice. And uh, I think we can start the first question. All right. So to begin with, I will ask you the most common questions we get at Budai Media, which is, what's the average time we take to help customers set up email marketing? Most people are concerned about this question because agencies have a reputation of starting slow, like taking weeks to set up and begin. How much time do we take? Sure. So actually, speed is something that we really, I think we really nailed in the past one or two years because mm-hmm. uh, back then we also took one or two months to set up different things, but recently it changed a lot. I know many agencies, they take uh, even two months, uh, eight or even 12 weeks to set things up. However, what we do is uh, we are way faster. We are usually ready with the setup in uh, three weeks. So yeah, it usually takes around three weeks for us, 21 days to set up everything. And uh, in the first week, we ask a lot of questions from the new client. We go through a creative brief. We have a YouTube video about this topic, by the way, with our uh, uh, senior account manager, Sofia. Everyone can find it on YouTube. But we go for a creative brief. We ask more than 50 questions from clients because we really want to avoid future problems and, and any issues. And after we go to the, you know, we go, we start the execution actually, and we finish it in 21 days. So 21 days. Nice. Okay. So the next question is how long do customers usually need to wait before they start seeing a return on our services? So once we have the setup after 21 days, it takes some time and it really depends on where they are. If they, they, if they already have email marketing set up or, or SMS marketing set up, or they don't have anything at all. If they don't have anything, then it takes more time. And I would say that it takes around 40, 50 days to see the results because we have to warm up the email account. But if they already have uh, the system set up before us and we just have to make it better, then I think it takes really just uh, within the first month, they can already see results, with, especially with email campaigns. Yeah, that's great. So what ROI can our clients usually experience? Do we measure it? Is there a data on it? Yeah, so we actually measure it. And uh, I think last year it was 9x, the ROI on our services. I can see agencies on their website saying that their return is 40x or 100x, crazy big numbers. And when I can see that I'm very skeptical because uh, 
number one, I think they ju they just undercharge. They could charge more. That's not good for them actually in the long run. And uh, number two, I'm pretty sure they uh, bend the numbers somehow because yeah, I'm just very skeptical about these very high numbers. But our usual ROI is nine x, and I think it really follows the industry standard, which is you should generate at least five, 10 times more money for your client what you charge. So we really follow this principle and we have a 9x ROI on our services and actually we measure it. Yeah, it's also pretty great. <laughs> so the next question is, is email dead? It's already 2023. Many marketers say that email is already dead. What do you think about it? Will it stay with us in the future? Yeah, so I understand why people are uh, are afraid because uh, one one stat is that the email open rates have been declining for years, um, but very slowly. So I think the average open rate is still around 24, 23%. But in e-commerce, it's lower. It's only 15% according to MailChimp. But just as a reference, our clients, they experience way higher open rates, like 30% 30, 30 even 40% email open rates and, and higher click rates than the average uh, e-commerce store and uh, yeah, better uh, purchase rate, all of that. So I think nobody has to be afraid. Email is still here. It has been here for more than 50 years now. And if you do it well, you understand the strategy, the copywriting, good email design, then uh, you will really stand out and you can still generate 30, 40% of your revenue through email. So I think it's very far from being that. Mm -hmm. All right. So the next question is, is email annoying? One of the most common reasons why companies don't want to do emails is because they think these are very annoying. All of our inboxes are full. It is no secret. How do we ensure that our emails are not annoying and people want to open those? Sure. So if we open our inboxes, I think, uh, yeah, as you said, they are full. Um, but I think if you send the right type of emails at the right time to the right people to the right segments, then uh, it will achieve its goal and it will convert at the end of the day. So I think if you do things well, then uh, it's not annoying and it actually converts sales. Yeah. Okay. So the next question is, do nicer emails with more pictures always convert better? Like the nice designs and beautiful pics in newsletters actually convert better? Yeah, so it's something interesting because I can see that many brands, they are, uh, they are crazy about design. They want beautiful design and uh, it's certainly good for branding purposes. And uh, yeah, but I, I'm more like a direct response guy mindset. I have that mindset more. And in our agency, we work actually with many brands. We work with both. We work with brands where the copy is on point and must be on point and we go for the conversion. We doesn't care if the email is ugly, but we also have clients where the design uh, must be good because of branding purposes and, and that's their positioning. And uh, those emails should also convert well, so it's not an excuse. But actually, uh, when it comes to conversion, I 
cannot see a big difference between the two. So it's I think it's more about the branding, not the not the conversion. Um, and actually, in some cases, a plain text email can convert better than a than a nicely designed email. So that's something interesting. Mm -hmm. All right. So the next question is, how do you stay out of the spam folder? 48% emails trigger the spam filter. And if someone is in the spam, no matter what they do, no matter what their work, I mean, it all goes in vain. How do we make sure that our emails stay away from the spam folder? Sure. So as you said, almost half of the emails, they go into spam, which is terrible number, I think. Um, yeah, I think there are uh, some technical things you must be aware of, like your uh, sending IP, sender IP. So you should use a uh, good software tool to send emails. We use Klaviyo, but MailChimp is also good or Drip or ActiveCampaign. They have solid, uh, decent IP addresses that they use and they, you can trust them. Also, you need a good um, domain reputation. So make sure that you, you warm up your, uh, your sending domain. You don't start sending 100,000 emails uh, on day one. You need uh, to warm up the sending domain gradually. So there are technical things, but actually nowadays what is even more important is the, the engagement. Because, uh, for example, Gmail, the, the most used email client, uh, it it tracks uh, engagement the most and less the the technical things. So actually, you need good segmentation. You want to send the right content to the right people at the right time, and then you will have high open rates, click rates, purchase rate, all of that, and uh, your engagement will be high. And if you have good engagement, then uh, you can send to bigger and bigger segments by time. So you won't get into the spam folder. And on the contrary, if you, if you, are, if you are already in the spam, you should just do this uh, backwards. Like uh, maybe you send emails to too many people who are not interested. You should segment down to the most interested people who read your emails only yesterday or a few days ago. And maybe you just want to send to those people only for a few weeks to have your metrics back, your in, to have high engagement on those emails. And then once your open rate, click rate, they are high again, then you can send to more and more people again. So yeah, that's how you can make sure you stay out of the spam folder. Yeah, it sounds pretty much possible. It is, so then, it takes some yeah. time, a few weeks. Everyone must be patient. Mm -hmm. Definitely. So the next question is, um, do we have success stories, case studies for different niches? Yeah, so this is one of the most commonly asked questions, right? And uh, we get this yeah. in almost every call with potential clients. And mm -hmm. what I noticed is case studies, is case studies are one of the most important content pieces. Everyone loves a case study, which is in the same niche, same industry where they are. And after we realized it, we wrote a lot of case studies. I think now we have more than 25 on the website. And yeah. whenever I talk to any agencies, 
they don't have 25 case studies. Maybe they have three or four. So I think we are uh, very good at it. We really um, rely on those case studies. And now we have case studies in many different niches, most commonly fashion, uh, beauty, skincare, footwear, mm, home decor, furniture is a good, is a big one for us as well, uh, kitchenware. And uh, I know now we work with some uh, car parts, motor parts company. So that's more like B2B commerce. So vaping, CBD, mm, pet companies, uh, baby products. So check out our website and you will find case studies in all of those niches and even more. Yeah, many case studies. And our page is also brand new now. Yeah, yeah, we, we worked on the website and we will still work on it. We will share more mm -hmm. resources on the website. That's the plan. Yeah. All right. So now comes the last question, which is like, which sums it up all. Where can a person find our agency's pricing? Given the ROI and speed, how would I media charges for its services? Sure. So I think what uh, most people, they try to understand the structure of our pricing. So in most cases, we have a flat price per month and the end price, it really depends on the value we can provide. So if we, you know, if the company is smaller, the scope is usually smaller, we create less uh, messages and, and emails, flows and uh, then there is a lower pricing but if you know there are some companies who are bigger companies there we send out many many emails and uh, we even charge close to 10k a month so for those obviously the strategy is more complex and uh, more work but more value for the company as well so yeah i think uh, if anyone wants to know more then we should jump on a call and we can discuss that Definitely. I do have more questions about our SMS marketing services, push notifications, and a mm -hmm. few other services. But I think I will just stick to email marketing questions today and leave those for the second part of your interview. Amazing. Thank you, Serbi. So as you said, let's have another episode. And uh, I hope everyone uh, enjoyed this one and you learned something. We try to educate everyone on this because I can see, we can see that still many people, they, uh, they should be more educated in this topic and um, that will continue in the next episode. So thanks, Serbi, and thanks everyone who watched, that, watched us, listen to us and uh, stay tuned, everyone. Thanks.